Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Wishing everybody love and happiness on this beautiful day. Healing and finding hope through conversations and curiosities about the afterlife. Open your mind and heart to the possibility that our spirit lives on. We want to help free you from pain and help you find the light at the end of your tunnel. Whether it's a dream, a visit, a vision, or a newfound life after loss, we believe life and love never dies. This is Surviving Death and Dying with Trisha and Misty. Channeling your loved ones in spirit. That's what we're going to talk about today. Not as in like a seance or with a Ouija board. It's more like meditation and prayer when you connect to them on the other side. And you probably already feel the presence. So think of channeling as turning your focus inward to those feelings that you're getting or tuning in and just really listening. Yes, channeling is the way that psychics communicate with spirits. Matthew McKay, PhD, um, who we spoke to on one of our last podcasts, said anyone can do it in his book. And the book is The Luminous Landscape of the Afterlife. So we decided to do a little bit more research and then try it ourselves. And psychics say that the veil is thinning, if anybody has ever heard about that, and that this is actually happening to more people more often. And that's why we're even hearing more about it. So it's really interesting. Yeah. And there's two different kinds of channeling. There's the conscious channeling and there's the trance channeling. And we're going to talk about the differences right now on that. Channeling in a trance is more how popularity of films and being very dramatic. It was something that was done in the past and more often. And it's when you are in a trance and you don't recall what you said. Right. It's almost like a hypnotherapy kind of feel you will get because you're not there really. But the conscious channeling... I think is very interesting because you're very aware of what you're doing and what you're hearing. So I thought that one was interesting that anybody could do it. And it's very similar to what Matt talked about being conscious and aware. It's not spooky. Like I was saying, this isn't like Ouija board type seancey stuff. And I think that's all kind of hocus pocus and for show and it's old way of thinking. But this is even the conscious channeling is even similar to like the experience that you had, Trisha, with the timeline therapy that you went through. Yeah, it is most definitely, I would say, because I did go to a whole nother level when I was in that timeline therapy. And I feel we could, anybody could do that. So if I could do that, I mean, pretty right. much anybody could sit there and do their meditation, right. and try to channel their loved ones at that time. And it's so cool to go and search all these different mediums. They're all doing this. John Edward, many others. There's even more I didn't realize that were out there that are doing this conscious channeling because they're they're not in a trance. They're just standing on the stage. And if you are yeah. skeptic, that's good to be skeptical. 
you do kind of have to experience something like this yourself to really believe it. When someone tunes into something you know no one else knows, that's when you become a believer and go out there and try to find it. Be skeptical. That's true. Do your own research. Yes, most definitely. And like you said, we can find you can find anything on the internet. So what we did is on some of the research, we went into YouTube and we found different places doing research on channeling. And one of the ones we found was the Peak Brain Institute uh, monitored Taylor Henry's brain brainwaves during a reading. And this was done in 2019. So you could probably find this yourself on YouTube. And I didn't even know who he was, but you did. Yes. This is a young guy that started picking up or knew he could connect with spirits when he was 10 years old. And when he was 17, he was brought out to LA to do readings for celebrities. So very cool. Check it out. Yeah, he's amazing. And what the doctors found, so they put on like some magnetic um, stuff on his head and around his ribs area just to get the different brain waves coming through. And they were monitoring it and the brain waves that they were getting, it looked like he was going in and out of sleep, which is interesting because he was wide awake. <laughs> his eyes are wide open. He was con like conscious talking to the person he was doing the reading on. Right. So it's just amazing how these different mediumships, what they can do during that time. And you don't even realize where they're going or how they're doing it. Sometimes these people, they're just, I loved seeing the doctors be surprised. <laughs> yes. I don't know what I'm looking at with those brainwaves, but they did. And they were shocked. And I loved that. And there's more research that is happening that's going on. And I encourage any university or institution that has the financial means to keep doing it. Because we even found on a website, neuromeditationinstitute.com. They posted a study and they used mediums that were certified and had been tested and were well-known and, you know, had all these accreditations, but they did a study on them to show that they also had unusual brainwave activity. They said that some look like seizure activity, or there was like a tremendous increase of slow brain activity in specific regions which I think is interesting. And another yeah. consistent pattern that they found also showed fast activity in the back of the head, the area of the brain that is associated with visual processing. So I just find this so fascinating. Yeah, it's interesting because some of them see the pictures and that's where probably they right. got the, the brain waves that were in the visual for the visual. And because the, right. they'll say, I see this, they're right. showing me this. So they're seeing all these pictures that are coming out to them. And you're like, wait. Yeah. And their brain where it picks up visual sensations is actually activating. So yeah. how cool is that? And I think you saw one too, uh, where the fluid they were using, I think to detain, to check the brain activity was somehow affected in its movement or stopped. It stopped. It showed that there was no brain activity somehow. Like it mm -hmm. stopped the brain activity, like your normal day-to-day -day brain activity. Right. It stopped and it went into a whole different mode, which we're seeing here. And these other ones that we're seeing is because their brain waves are going as if they were asleep. Right. So there's no, when you're asleep, there's really no brain activity when you're asleep. Now it's more 
you can understand what they're saying in there, right. that there's, you're like in awe of these people that can do this. I'm like, it's great. And we also, when we talked to Matthew McKay, he also gave us instructions on how to do it, which is also in his book. Right. And we decided to try it. Right. I know you have some stories on it and I have a couple because I tried it as well. So right. I want to hear what you're doing in your practice and compare notes on even what we're doing. Cause you know, he talked about taking a candle, focusing on it, doing the breathing exercises that you hear in meditation. And, and actually what reminded me of some guided meditations that I listened to from Brian Weiss, specifically on healing back when I went through chemo. And I thought that was cool because he said, you picture a gold and silver light coming down from above and going into the crown of your head and running through your body. And that is exactly something that I practiced over 10 years ago. And I would feel that sensation. Right. So it was cool to think, oh, I had been doing that. <laughs> yeah. You've been doing it all along. You didn't realize it. And that's actually when we talked about my shared death experience with my grandmother, I had pictured that light coming into the top of my head and, and not knowing the meaning behind it or any of this that we're researching now. I pictured that light going from the crown of my head to her because I was picturing yeah. it as when we say send someone positive light and energy, that was me right. sending her light. And then that's when I found myself connected with her and escorting her <laughs> to the other <laughs> side. So there I didn't know go. what I was doing, but it did something. So it's really fascinating to me that the practice and the exercise, which is so hard to keep your mind quiet and to focus on a breath and to focus on these feelings and tune everything else out. So I have been trying to develop a practice that works for me, but also based on what Matthew McKay talked about. And I do my, my breathing exercise to calm down. I've done both with a real candle, a candle lap and no candle at all, <laughs> done all three. They always say have something of the person or a picture of someone. And I've, I've done that. And then into the, the meditation, I do the breathing. And then I picture the white light coming into the top of my head until I could feel the sensation in the top of my head, which I just realized from sitting out in the sun yesterday, I could describe as when the sun feels so good on your skin, like when you come from a cold room and you go outside to the sun, that it's yeah. not the warmth part, but there is a sensation that your yeah. skin feels, you know? So that's what yeah. I feel. And that is interesting that you from different, even the different environments, it's a little bit different. So like you were in the house doing one and you had different sensations than mm -hmm when you were outside. So it's very interesting that you had those different sensations. And then I picture a light orb around where the third eye is meant to be. And I can feel, once again, I, I get to where I feel the sensation, which I used to describe to my aunt when I felt like I was more intuitive or my sixth sense was kicking in that I had feeling outside my skin or beyond my skin. And that was the best way I could always describe it. When I was not feeling like I could pick up anything, my feeling and sensation stopped at my skin. So doing this practice that he talked about has made me observe and analyze these sensations and these feelings. And now I want someone to also put like electrodes on my head and monitor right. my brain activity and see what's happening because right. I've added, Matt doesn't say do this, but I have added 
after the third eye orb that I picture in front of me, I open up my back, like in the shoulders and the neck, and I can feel a sensation in there. And we talked about on the John Edwards show when I was on that over 10 years ago, that I had felt a sensation in my, the back of my neck. And then I heard my dad's voice. So I thought that has to mean something. So I've been practicing to feel that too. And when I feel all of those, I know that I'm ready. And I have been doing this several times and I have been getting some interesting messages that it's very hard to prove how much of it I make up or how much is really spirit talking to me. However, very recently I did have something we could prove, but I'm going to save that one before we sign off. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So for me, what I did is I went exactly by what uh, Matt was saying in his book. I started with the breaths very slowly. I had the candle. The first time I did it, I had the candle. It was very quiet in the house and I didn't have the actual object with me. So I had the picture of that object that belonged to my mom. So I was doing that meditation, trying to, like you were doing, taking the crown and trying to raise it. I'm not as in tune as you are yet. So you're a little bit more advanced than me. You'll get there. (laughs) Yes. So I'm slowly doing it. And I've only tried to reach out to my mom. I'm going to expand and start trying to reach out to like my dad or some other like friends and all that later on. But it's very interesting because on the second time I did it a little different. I didn't use a candle, but it was dark. I made sure it was dark and it was quiet. And I used my mom's comforter because I sleep with it. So I was like, okay, let me try it with that. Cause that right. was an actual object and it was laying over me. Right. So I did it that way. So I did it two different ways and I had two different ways of getting responses, which was interesting. Mm -hmm. I was getting responses with the candle the first time. Mm -hmm. And the second time there was the ringing in the ears. And my mom and I had this thing. If you had ringing in your ears and you hear ringing on one side or the other, like the right was bad. Oh, bad news. Bad news. Somebody talking about you bad. Mm -hmm. And the right ear was always good. It was the good news and people were talking about you in good ways. So I was getting that from her on that one. So it was just weird, different, not weird, but different ways of communicating. And you get the pictures in your head. Yeah. So we we all are get we both are getting different ways of communication from our loved ones. I mean, and I started out what he said, just start out with the yes and no answers. As you're progressing, you can get more in depth and ask more in depth questions. Right. Right. And it's hard to be writing what you're picking up and focusing on meditating and thinking. It's it's a challenge. Yeah. I mean, my writing is not the best. Um, So when you're doing this, it doesn't matter how you're writing. Right. Just you need to focus on what you're hearing or what you're seeing. Just write it, mm-hmm. what you're doing. Because like the first one I asked the first time I did do some channeling, I said, are you happy? Like I asked my mom, are yeah. you happy? And I got that yes answer. Yes, that's good. So I felt good that she was like, yes, I'm happy. And I asked her about my career stuff. I got the no on that one. Oh, 
wait, what does that mean? No, what? I asked if I should go back into the accounting work. Oh, and she said no. She said no. Interesting. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then another one that I did ask, I asked if she was reincarnated and I got yes. (gasps) Oh, and that's something Matthew talked about with his son. It's hard for me to understand and wrap my head around that, but they do talk about a portion of us is always, always remains in the spirit world. And when you are in the spirit world, you can tell when the soul is incarnate or not, but you can still tap in and communicate. So that, right. first of all, that breaks our physical human brain to even think that's possible. So right. we're not going to, on our podcast, we're not going to question it. We're going to go with yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And then I did ask a question along with it. And it was weird that I did get, kind of did get the answer. I said, are you a girl or are you a boy? And I got girl and I asked, is this a good life or bad? And she's like, it's a good, good, good. life. So it was interesting of all these different things that I got answers. Some I didn't get answers on. Right. So, which is fine. Cause some things I know they're not supposed to divulge that kind of answer. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll go with that. Yeah. And then I asked if she was with my dad and she said, yes. And that was the last kind of question she answered for me on that. The first time that I went through. Okay. It was interesting. Cause I did kind of ask some of the same questions on the yeah. second time I did it but yeah. a little bit different. Are you testing to see if she gives you the same answers? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm seeing if I'm getting the same answers on one right. and then also like trying to test the different ways I can hear her. Yeah. So seeing if I want to be able to know in different ways, okay, I'm not really seeing anything. So let me see what I'm hearing. Right. So, and I know with, like I said, with her and I, we had that thing about the ears, like ringing. That's cool. So I know that is one of the ways that she would communicate with me. So that was interesting. Right. And for the second one, I didn't really write anything down because it was dark. Yeah. I know I should have probably wrote everything down and the things I asked her, but they were very similar, but I did ask her other things and it was just, it felt good to hear those, those answers and know that she's okay and she's happy. Absolutely. Well, and if nothing else, this is a healing exercise to journal and not even question or second guess where the messages are really coming from. As long as they're positive, it's good. Take it in, go with it. It's good. So I love the fact that we write it down. And then when we go back and look at our notes, it's funny how many things I forgot, you know, like the first time I was, I felt like I contacted my dad. My dad was very excited, you know, and he's like, Hey, you're here. (laughs) You're finally here. And right you know, and, and I'm here and let's do this and do this every night. And, you know, and I said, I want, I want to, you know, connect with you more. And right. It took you too long. He's basically saying, yeah, it's been, it's going to be 30 years this summer. (laughs) Right. He's like, hello. Hey, I've been, yeah. And actually he said, I've been trying to talk to you all this time and that he's been very aware of my kids. He actually did say that it's like time hasn't passed. Time is all at once. It's accessible all at the same time. And yeah, I wrote some really interesting things that I go back and read now. And I, I kind of like, oh, that, that was cool. You know? Right. So it is cool to see. I had even asked my dad one time about my mom who is still alive on this side, but suffering of 
with dementia and he had said that she is making more visits to the other side, which I've heard they do. And it was interesting. I want to point out my support group last night that I attend for caregivers of, of dementia patients. One of them said that her father is seeing dead people and it concerned her and it scared her. And they were all like, Oh Yeah. yeah, they do that. And not knowing this group's background or spiritual beliefs, and that group is not the place to bring it up. It was fascinating to just hear everyone's reaction because some people were responding with, well, they hallucinate. Others were responding with, yeah, they do that right before they die. And just acceptance of that's what happens. Even someone without dementia before they're dying, there's so many stories they see their family waiting for them. My mom had told me she sees my dad outside the window you know? So. Right. Right. And especially with somebody with dementia, you don't know if it's, yeah, they're just crazy. <laughs> not crazy. It's not, I know, crazy. I know, I know, but I know. you don't know if it's part of the dementia part or if they're right. actually really seeing the right. spirit of your dad on the right. other side of the window there. And I asked my dad, I said, well, I want, you know, I hope to be aware of my mom passing just like I was with my grandmother. And he said, you will. And I asked, why hasn't she crossed yet? And his response was interesting. He said, you aren't ready yet. And I thought, me? <laughs> he goes, right. it's, it's not your fault. There's a time for everything. It's okay. It's yeah. the way things go. So I was like, oh. So anyway, I found that to be really interesting. And of course, none of this, even in my journaling, I wrote, you know, how do I know these aren't my own thoughts? And, you yeah. know. I said, tell me something I don't know. I was writing things like that, you know, like I'm trying to test. And he said, well, you and I think a lot alike. And I I said, well, you know, do you like the other side? And he said, yes, it's wonderful. He could see things more clearly. He said, life is a place where we go to learn much like levels in a video game. And I was like, oh, that's so my dad. (laughs) (laughs) He has to put it towards something technology wise. Yeah. Yeah, He was always ahead of, he loved technology and games and, you know, that kind of stuff. So absolutely. So that was cool. And then I even have in my notes that, you know, I, cause I'll write the date and I'll write who I'm going to focus on. And then one time I just fell asleep. So of course, you know, in the morning I was like, well, fell asleep. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That'll happen. Right. Something that just recently happened that you told me about, and I thought was very interesting. You were channeling your, your Mima. Yep. What else? Tell us a little bit more of what happened on that one. Cause that one was okay. very interesting to me. That was really interesting. So uh, yes, my mama, I was channeling. I had a picture of her as a baby being held by her mother And I was holding that and thinking about her and I was feeling a lot of joy from her in being very aware of where her grandkids, my kids are now. And they're so much older. It's been, I don't know, 10, 12 years since she passed. And she was saying how old the kids were when she passed and, you know, and just that she sees and she's aware. And it was just this very positive, felt very good. And then someone showed up I wasn't expecting who died a couple of years ago. And my grandmother did not know him and he did not know her. Their lives had not crossed. So I even found that to be, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't thinking about it. I just kind of did a little quick introduction. I'm like, oh, hi, Um, meet my grandmother. (laughs) Right. And I introduced her and I was like, what can I do for you? And he was very concerned about um, his wife and and his kids and more more so his wife. And I thought, okay. 
and he loves them. And he, you know, I thought, well, okay, what could I, you know, what are you here for? What could I do? And you just wanted me to yeah. reach out. Well, you know, that's one of those mediumship ethical things you don't do is you don't become the attack medium where you right. <laughs> unexpectedly go to someone and go, um, I'm picking up when they're not asking for it. So right. I thought that was interesting. And that is where I said, well, how do I know what this is you or what is the message or what would I, what do I need? And I did get an image. I want to be very careful what I say right now, but I, I did see an image that I thought, oh, okay, what do I do with that image? And then I got kind of the feeling of, well, go to Facebook. So I went to Facebook thinking I would see that image and I didn't. But I did reach out to that person through Facebook and it did turn out that that was that next day was a very emotionally draining day for her. And she was going to be at the hospital where he had passed spending the whole day with his brother and there was a lot going on. So the best part was I found out that someone had also had a dream of him that night and they saw an image very similar to mine. And that was where it gets weird because you never want to really say anything inappropriately, but you know, and you feel like I felt this huge responsibility that I have to reach out, but how do you do that? And it did turn out to be a very good, positive experience and message. And to find out that the image I saw did make sense. And it also showed up in someone else's dream that same night where he had visited them. So that was incredibly reassuring. I just wish I could get more. Right. I love when I watch John Edward and other people and be able to just describe, you know, things in detail. And But yeah, it's a process and you're slowly building yours bigger and bigger. And I think yours has been amazing how you're building yours up. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait till I can get to that point where I actually see the images. Mm-hmm. I think that's just a beautiful thing to see. So you, that's a connection. Mm-hmm. Yes. The sounds are good because you know, you're communicating with them, but right. I think images give more of a answer to mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. than just like the sounds that you hear. And it's funny you would say that because I want to hear more sounds. <laughs> we want what we each have right now. Grass is always green on the other side. <laughs> so, yeah. The message is always clearer from the other medium. That's what I say. (laughs) (laughs) But it is cool because Matthew did talk about how you could go to a medium. And yes, there are some out there that you should be cautious of. And don't fork over tons of money because they say you need to, you know, clear your space whatever, yeah, but never trust that kind of people. Like, yeah, you know, be cautious, be skeptical. That's all good. But what he did research on these people yes. first before you go in deep. And then what he says is it's just nice when you're the person who has lost a loved one, you need to connect yourself. And that is what this is about. And it's not yeah. in a spooky way. It's not like in the movies and pulling on a sales. Yeah. Although I would like to give a shout out to Whoopi Goldberg for Ghost. I loved, loved, <laughs> loved. And if anybody hasn't seen that movie, you should at least know that one of the best scenes in there because she portrays being a medium or a psychic and she's a fake. 
But then all of a sudden she's really doing it and it freaks her out. And so he follows her and then people, (laughs) there are souls lining up to talk to her and she's overwhelmed. So that's hilarious. And I, yeah, I do love that. But, you know, Matt's whole message is he was saying, and I agree with this 100% is you are developing your own relationship with your loved one. Now that they've crossed over, you can continue it. And when I looked through my journaling notes, I thought it was funny because I wrote in there that one of the times that I said goodbye to my dad, you know, his answer was what it's never goodbye. It's see you next time. He's oh my God. (laughs) He took it from our, our podcast. His point was, I know what you're up to. I know what you're doing. I 100% support it. And I remember just kind of laughing. Like I wasn't expecting that, you know, it was just like listening to us. So hi dad, hi dad, back in my face. (laughs) And again, and I'm going to say this over and over and over again for anybody who is scared or not ready there's nothing to be afraid of there really isn't and it's and also it's your own focus and we're not looking for dark or disturbed there are dark and disturbed people i don't want to walk down skid row and those are just people with issues there are spirits with issues yeah it may be their confusion or their energy you can steer away from that and focus on just a positive loving feeling Yeah. And do it in your own time because channeling, it's going to take time to build you. I know you've been working on it for a while. It Mm -hmm. hasn't been just, okay. After Matt, Matthew K, you started it. You started it a while ago for me. I just started. So mine is going to be slower and getting things slower. So do it in your own time Mm -hmm. and know what you're getting. It's real. That's true. You're hearing from your loved one because you'll be surprised at what you get back when you are in that place. You know, this might be the appropriate place for me to mention, because you've said it before, that I did do a mediumship workshop and practicing these similar type exercises. And we got to break into smaller groups. And I, I did them a long time ago as well. When I worked on the Pet Psychic Show, I went to some workshops and things to understand what was happening. But recently I did one and we broke into small groups and it was to practice, what can you pick up with this person? And there was a young person that I was across from and I, for the first time, and I think because this was in our practice and John Edwards does this, but they say, you know, have these ideas and these plans and these keys and clues set up with the other side so that they can communicate with you. And one example is a family tree. And you'll see that even with Tyler, they, they move their hands like below you to the side, your mother, a father figure. And it's based, it's based on the very traditional looking family tree, which I had never paid attention to before until this workshop. So I had it up on my computer. I was like, okay, I get this. And when I was sitting across from her, all of a sudden I felt like, um, I'm feeling like someone at her same level and I felt male and yet she was young. So I was afraid to say anything because someone who's younger, it's less likely, you know, that they've lost a brother or sister, brother, sister, or their own kid. Well, it was on the same level. It wasn't below her. I knew it was, it had to be a, a, I was feeling like a sibling. And as soon as I said that she started nodding and I said, I feel like it's a brother. And she said, yes, she had lost her brother. So that was reassurance to me that I'm, I'm 
thinking this is definitely working. But again, I don't get much more than that. I had one other thing that I felt like, you know, there with her that they had recently had a conversation on something. I don't remember exactly now, but she had connected to it more than I did. And that was pretty powerful when you are the person practicing to be able to see that, oh, this really works. Right. And you didn't even know this person at all. I had never met her before. I couldn't even tell you her name now. We were in this <laughs> workshop. Right. So and, yeah. I was just letting everybody know that it wasn't somebody she knew. It's not like, yeah. oh, like a friend that popped up in right. her vision. Like it was somebody you did not yes. know, didn't yep. know their life story yep. or anything. It was cold yeah. reading, completely yeah. cold. So that was fascinating. It's also scary because you also don't trust your feelings and you're afraid of being right. wrong. <laughs> right. And you don't want to say the wrong, you feel like you're going to say the wrong thing and it's not going to connect, yeah. but it, but I get it. It's really cool when it does. You go, yes. okay, I need to trust this. I need to go with this. Yeah. You have to go with your gut and what you're hearing, what you're seeing and know that's, that's the way to go. And what I find so funny, we see this in the shows we watch, because now you and I are looking up all these other shows of mediums. And it's really funny how many people, celebrities do this with a lot of that are on videos, a lot of these mediums, they're concerned that the medium is all of a sudden reading their mind and all their secrets. (laughs) Right. And and then they're not, they're actually getting connections to their loved ones, not yeah. Not, oh, here's my deep, dark secret of what yeah. I did when I was, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Unless no, and that, th- they're part of that spirit, that loved one true. was part of that whole thing, then maybe it might come out. But Right. And I just find that, you know, that's a humorous side of it. All of a sudden you yeah. think, oh, you're going to know all our secrets. No, it doesn't work like that. And no. the other the other side is all about love and learning and non-judgmental and you know, they're not following you into the bathroom and in the shower and care if they see you naked. So you can wipe that out of your head too. It's like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause we were watching yes, last night, even we were watching Teresa who is yep. the long Island medium mm-hmm. and she was on the Steve Harvey show. Oh, right. So he was, she was a guest <laughs> on the Steve Harvey show and he was freaking out and he wasn't even she wasn't even doing a reading for him yeah he is hilarious he's like my hands are all sweaty I am like he basically was so scared like oh my god what are you doing how are you doing this because she was getting readings from people in the audience which is again cold like you're saying she doesn't know who they are right and she's like I see a spirit around this person and they would stand up and then she would start saying these things and you'd be like, <laughs> and he was sinking in his chair. <laughs> he was yeah. so, he was so uncomfortable. Yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. I love Steve Harvey. He's hilarious, but, yeah. <laughs> but seeing like somebody going, wait, oh my God, this is really happening. Okay. Please right. don't read. I think he didn't want to be yeah. read. because of all that was coming out for these other people there was also a talk show host that said okay well spirits if you are here don't talk to me because you could see i can't handle it don't ever write to me (laughs) right exactly because yes those are also like my friends they're like i don't want to know right like stay stay away we thought when i was doing the channeling i was doing it at one of my friends house (laughs) and she thought when I told her what I was doing, she's like, you never do this in the, this house again, because I don't want any spirits in here. I was like, I was channeling my mom. My mom wouldn't do this to you. She yeah. knew you. 
she would never frighten you, scare you. This is not the way that she is. And that's right. not the way spirits are. They're not going to scare somebody right like that. So right. it's funny though. It's, but yeah, it's funny. It's like, she's like, never do that again. Yeah. But little does she know I'll yeah. probably do it again. Yeah. When <laughs> Wait, don't tell Do you want me to cut this part out? <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. all good. <laughs> it's really no different. Again, is like the prayer and meditating and building a yeah. relationship with your loved one, because they are still here. They're still around you. They're yeah. always with us. And it's actually very beautiful. It's very comforting. And as we all know, losing someone is really painful and we can't take that pain away, but we can help you to heal so that you can still live your life. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So email us at trisha.misty.tm at gmail.com. Our podcast, Surviving Death and Dying, is available worldwide on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, Amazon Audible, Listen Note, Facebook, YouTube, and more. You can also go to our website, survivingdeathanddying.com, where we have the links to the books we talk about. So please like, share, subscribe, and follow. We did it again. We survived death and dying another episode because we believe life and love never dies.